Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. And thank you so much for stopping by today. I have a very special episode for you guys all today. Why you should not guarantee grant funding as a grant professional. And why nonprofits might ask this question and what are all the reasons behind it, right? So we're going to go ahead and break this down. So as a freelance grant writer, you may get asked this question. If you haven't already, can you guarantee that the grant will get awarded that you write? And sometimes you just don't know how to respond to it, all right? So we're going to break it down for you today. And this is actually pulled from a free five-day challenge I did last week. So we had over 100 people sign up. It was so much fun. And it was actually a script that we developed. So I did a fill-in-the-blank script with samples. And every day I had a video and a Facebook Live to discuss some of the common questions that are asked. So I actually had a lot of feedback from this video, so I wanted to pull this clip from it. So if I refer to anything with the script, that's what I'm talking about in the video today. But a lot of people got a lot of value from this, so I wanted to share this with you and why you should not guarantee funding as a grant professional. All right, and I do have a couple of people that also wanted to share some love with you guys today. Um, We do, of course, have our, so you're following me on um, Instagram or on LinkedIn or on Facebook. You're definitely seeing that the spring 2021 eight-week live freelance grant writing master course is open. So I know you've been doing a lot with freelancing over the last few weeks, And if you are interested in that, and the reason is, is I get a lot of requests for it. And I also have my course open. So I wanted to provide some more information for you all and also give you a special invitation to join the live eight week freelance grant writing master course. So what we do is we go over how to develop your freelance grant writing business from how to get it started. Should you be a sole prop or an LLC? We look at your marketing. We look at how to actually identify ideal nonprofit clients, how to write your proposals. Um, We talk about things like we are going to talk about today, right? So how this course is very different than, you know, you're going to see loads of courses out there on how to start a business. Um, But these are catered to people that are, you know, operating in a very different arena. This course is specifically for you if you want to open a grant writing business or a nonprofit consultancy. And it's going to help you identify nonprofit clients because they have unique needs, you guys, right? Um, They want you to do grant writing. They're going to ask questions like, can you guarantee the grant will get awarded? What is your grant writing success, etc.? And to know how to answer those questions um, and to know how to put proposals together and FAQs on your website and all that stuff so you address the specific needs of nonprofits is very unique for our course. So if you're interested in joining, the doors do close Thursday, March 18th at midnight Eastern Standard Time, and we kick off next week. So literally in nine weeks from now, you could be done with the course. You could be launching your side hustle or your full-time consultancy business. So please do check out grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 162. I'll have all of the notes there. So I also wanted to share some love with you guys. Um, Before we get started today, we of course had 
Libby, she wanted to share with you guys as she's looking and she's taken the freelance grant writing course and she is looking into um, doing this as a retirement gig, right? So she's working in corporate America now, doing some volunteering with nonprofits and really wants to open up her grant writing business. So here's what Libby says. Hi, my name is Libby. Currently I work in corporate America, but I'm thinking of becoming a freelance grant writer in my retirement years. I've taken a few courses from Holly, and I really enjoyed the freelance master grant writing course. Besides building my confidence, Holly gives so many tools and resources that you have to use when you're done with the course that you're already prepared to take your next steps on your path. Holly creates a very safe and welcoming environment where everyone is supportive, informative, and everyone just cheers each other on. Holly's a great teacher and mentor, and I look forward to taking many more classes with her. Thank you so much, Libby. You are such an inspiration. I'm so happy to have you a part of our grant writing and funding community. And here's Jen. Jen is amazing. Um, she's been writing grants for a while now, um, but she's been able to really increase her skills uh, through the freelance grant writing course. So let's hear from Jen. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mitch, owner of Jennifer Mitch Consulting. And after Holly's course, I have been able to be awarded over $12 million in funding, and I can't say enough good things about Holly's course. Take Holly's course today. Oh my goodness, $12 million. Yes, you heard it right. Um, she's really been able to even launch her website and do a lot of different things for her freelance company um, after taking the course. And lastly, we have Mr. Joe. Now, I wanted to share just a clip with you guys because it's interesting. Joe um, has taken the course, but he is actually an executive director of a nonprofit. So he comes to me and um, the students that are in the Freelance Grant Writing Master course, and he offers opportunities for them to write grants for his nonprofit and to get experience. Let's hear from Joe. Good morning. Uh, my name is Joseph Rowling. I'm with MDR Disaster Relief Prevention Outreach. I'd like to give a little talk about Holly. Well, she's great. And we turned around and got a hold of her and she had the classes for writing grants and things like that. And we started taking her classes and it really made us what we are today. We've done two national disaster relief operations and we're doing it on our own. All thanks to Miss Holly, a few of her students and they are doing Joe, you are amazing. I'm so excited about all the work that MDR does for the disaster relief, specifically for the hurricanes that have recently gone through the South. Really great job, and we always love working with you. Thank you so much for your kind words. All right, guys, so if you're ready to get started, once again, with the Freelance Grant Writing Master Course, it's eight weeks long, starting on March 22nd, definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 162. And that is our sponsor today, Grant Writing and Funding. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's go ahead and get into it. Once again, this is a, this is a snap bite, right, of the five-day uh, Facebook challenge, but it specifically addresses how to respond to the question, can you guarantee the grant you write will get awarded? Number one, can you guarantee the grant will get awarded? All right, one of the most popular questions I get. All right, and what do you think that answer is? Hmm? Now, if you've been writing grants for a while, you know that that is an I absolutely cannot guarantee that that's gonna happen, right? Now, there are many reasons why this is out of your control, all right, as a grant writer. Now, you could be the best grant writer in the world, 
but maybe the nonprofit's capacity just isn't where it can be. And no matter what you do to say and write and all of this, you just cannot justify the capacity of the nonprofit organization, right? Um, there's a lot of other things too. I mean, in that case, you should really be educating more on what questions you need to ask the nonprofit because you don't want to be writing grants for a nonprofit that you know are not going to be competitive and probably will not be won. So um, there's that part of it as well, right? For you as a professional. Um, but this is a question I get a lot. So even if the nonprofit has all its ducks in a row, are completely competitive for this grant that you are going to write, um, and they might be out of your control. These things, and I like to share these with um, the nonprofits I work with, there could be a change in the priority of the funding source at the last minute. There could just be a limited amount of funds this year round in this cycle that's going out, right? The other thing too is there could just be a whole lot of competition out there, right? So the thing is, is that you just can't guarantee that. Even if you know the board of directors, you still can't guarantee it's going to be funded, right? There's a lot of factors that go into this, such as the total amount or ceiling, what they like to call, of the actual grant budget that they have, um, the funding source has to provide as an award. Like if they have $100,000 and they have a thousand nonprofit applicants, right? It might actually break down the amount that they decide to give out. I always like to educate foundations as well because a lot of times if they get an increase of the amount of applications that they get, so like in this example, if they have $100,000 only to give out and they have a thousand applicants, what is what is that divided, right? A thousand divided by a hundred thousand is only a hundred dollars each. Like that's nothing. But I've seen this and maybe not that drastically, but I have seen it go from, oh, you can ask for up to $10,000. So a lot of nonprofits are, you know, they put together these grant programs that will take $10,000 to be fun, to fund the program. Um, and then the foundation gets so many applications that they decide, you know what? Let's just like, Let's give out to everybody. Let's just like kind of spread out the money like this. And that's not really helpful because what they'll do, and instead of giving the $10,000 or up to 10,000, right? Now they're going to turn around and only give you maybe 2,000 or 3,000. And I have seen this happen. Um, so that comes back to the nonprofit and they're kind of like, Oh my gosh, now I only have two or three thousand dollars and I built a program for ten thousand. So I really can't carry out my objectives or my outcomes with only three thousand dollars. So they have to decide then if they even want to do the grant or if they go back to the funding source and they say, okay, this is the program we're going to do, but because we're only going to get two or three thousand dollars and we're only going to do X and Y and this this is the only thing we're going to do. So then it's up to the foundation, of course, then to allow that. So there are a lot of, you know, it's the thought process of the of the foundation a lot of times as far as you don't know what they're going to think. You don't know how many applicants they're going to give. If they try to do the spread it out theory, that might not be the best. Um, or they might just give out to a couple, right? A couple of applicants. So then that can also take away your opportunity to get a grant sometimes. Another huge thing, and this is more about foundations, but even federal grants, you know, getting your foot in the federal grant door can take a while, but even getting your foot in the foundation grant door can take a while. And I've actually heard this a lot. I've heard this from certain grants, the National Science Foundation grant. I've heard it from other um, foundation grants as well as 
they want to see you apply like maybe three cycles in a row. And that could mean three years in a row. They only have one cycle open each year. And the reason behind this, you're like, what? That's mean. The reason behind this is they want to see longevity with your nonprofit. Now, let me tell you, as you begin working more and more with nonprofits, especially startup nonprofits, you're going to see there are so many startup nonprofits all the time. And the thing with this is a lot of times these nonprofits, they just might not have the capacity and they're going to fizzle out in a year or two. This happens a lot. People get excited. They're going to start the nonprofit. They think they're going to get grant like federal grants in the first year and get millions of dollars and be able to fund their full time salary like that. Let me tell you, that's not that's not the case at all. OK, so um, the ones, though, that do stay around, that do submit year after year, that do put in more sophisticated applications every single year and they take the feedback right from the foundation and they integrate it. Then the foundation is going to be like, hmm, these people keep asking us. They really are aligned and they've been out there for a while now. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to give them a grant. So sometimes it's just a relationship building process that needs to happen. And before you're like, oh my gosh, Holly, I don't have three years, like, you know, to keep doing this. It's like, well, keep doing that for the certain foundations, but look for other funding sources as well. But three years can go by pretty fast, right? Or three funding cycles. You know, they have four funding cycles, one every quarter in one year. That could be a lot faster than three years, right? So do keep doing this because it's better to start now, you know, in three years to get a yes, than just to say, oh, that's going to take too long. And then three years later, you're still in the same position. All right. So a lot of things are outside of your control. I have written a script for you on how to reply on this. So go ahead and use your script to fill in, in your own words, like how you can remember how to say this. You don't have to use my word by word sample. You can kind of put your own flavor, your own, you know, words, how you talk, your own style into it. But make sure that you understand that, no, you cannot guarantee funding. I put that even in all of my contracts in italics, like, at, you know, with the asterisk, I do not guarantee funding because it is a product that I'm going to develop, right? It is a service I'm doing. It is a product that's developed. And the factors, there's too many that are outside of my control. But will I write the most competitive grant that I can for you? Absolutely. But I have no control over what happens to it after we submit it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please do visit grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 162 if you are an aspiring freelance grant writer or maybe a seasoned one but have hit a plateau and really want to increase your business. Do jump over um, once again to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 162 and make sure you join the eight week live freelance grant writing master course um, that kicks off on March 22nd and the doors close March 18th. So do check it out. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later.